Sometimes you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain Yeah, you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain And I think I got one Yeah, and I think I got one Yeah, yeah, I got one And I think I got one Welcome to another edition of the Into the Woods podcast. I am your host, your lovely, lovely host, Ryan Woods. Episode 127, this is the In the Woods podcast, brought to you by me. Let me get the follow, the track, you know, behind the scenes, okay? I know a lot of you don't know what that means. I'm tracking the playhead right now, because I'm also a producer. And I know a lot of you are out there like, oh, Ryan, you just press record. No, no, no. I come on here, and I make shit happen. I have a different, I have a little button here that says user patches, and I built a patch. Sure, did I watch a YouTube video to get it? Yes, but I built the patch, okay? So, I mean, you could could hate on me, but remember, if you're going to hate on me, also remember I'm a hero because I donated to charity today. What did you do for the holiday season? Huh? What did you do to get in the holiday spirit? Did you donate to charity? Didn't think so, buddy. I donated to Toys for Tots. Heard of it? Heard of it? Toys for Tots. I didn't give it to that homeless Santa shaking the thing for the Salvation Army. No, no, no. Toys for Tots. Put it under a big Christmas tree. What did I? Would you get, Ryan? I got some, some, uh, you know, sports balls. I got a little troll doll because I'm inclusive, right? And I don't even care if the women play with the sports balls and whatever, or the men play with the troll doll. I'm inclusive. This is the most inclusive podcast out there. You know that about me. That I'm inclusive. People say that about me, and I'm in the holiday spirit, man, because I'm out buying gifts, you know, because that's what that's what the holiday season's all about, right? Some people say it's about family. Some people say it's about food. Some people say it's about giving. I say it's about getting, because everyone wants something. Everybody wants, you know, whatever the next thing is, right? Everybody wants something. You know, if you didn't get somebody... Think about how, if you think somebody loves you, right? Think about how they would act if they got no Christmas gifts from you. Just think about that. And then reconsider if they love you or not. That would be my advice to you. If you're in one of these relationships that we got an email about last week where you think somebody's cheating on you or you don't know if it should go take off, if you if that's the case for you, think about if I didn't get this person a, a gift, how would they react? Would they react positively? Would they react negatively? Now that's a question for you. I don't know. I would assume a lot of people would respond negatively, but you know, I hate giving gifts. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And I don't hate it because I, you know, I'm being a Scrooge about it. I hate it because I'm not good at it. I suck at giving gifts. I suck at it. And everyone's like, oh, jewelry is a good gift. Yeah, I know it is. But it gets old for me. And so I think getting jewelry is now a cop-out for me because I've done it so many times. Like, how many times can I get you a necklace with a heart on it? 
How many times can I get you a heart ring? You know what I mean? How many, how many times am I going to do that? Am I going to keep going back? That's like the move. You know, it's like Hulk Hogan as a wrestler. I know a lot of you aren't going to get this, but he had the big leg drop. That's why people got tired of him at the end. You know, it was like, oh, okay, man, we get it. You're going to come out here. You're going to do the thing. You're going to point at the crowd, and you're going to do the leg drop, and you're going to give somebody a piece of jewelry. That's what you're going to do. And I'm going to be the guy that's going to give the jewelry, and everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah. And she, you know, she's going to act happy, but she's going to go to bed at night and think he doesn't think about me. Or maybe I'm thinking it, overthinking it. So what do I do? I give practical-ass gifts, okay? I give gifts like wiper blades. I give gifts that matter in everyday life. If people need, like, I actually think clothes, now that I've gotten older, um, socks, underwear, what a great gift. I don't like buying socks and underwear. One, because they're expensive. Two, because I always think I can get more time out of the pairs I have. And three, because I don't want to spend the money. I mean, it's expensive and I just don't care. I already have them. I just bought them. But then, you know, people are like, dude, you wear them every day. So, of course, you're going to need new ones. No. No, I'm not doing it. I don't want to buy them. And you can only get, like, three pair. Can I buy, like, a bulk pair of underwear that are, like, good? Because everyone has, you know, you have that underwear that's, like, number one draft pick underwear. You know, that you wear on a Monday or a Friday. Or, like, on a big going out night, you put on the good underwear, right? But by the end of the week, you know, you're drafting in the seventh, eighth round looking for something. It's like the baseball draft. It goes on a little bit too long. You got too many pairs. You get the pair with the hole around the, the elastic waistband because that's where you put your thumb every time you pull it up. You got the hole in the sock, and then when you touch, step on the floor, the linoleum floor, you know that you, you know, you're going to feel a little bit cold. Everybody has that, man. Everybody lives the same life because what? We're all not real. Somebody's not real. It's not me. It's, it's maybe you. Maybe you're not real, right? Ryan, are you going to do this again? I'm sorry. But yeah, I hate giving gifts because I just suck at, you know, I'm getting somebody... Just, I'm going to get so many practical gifts. I'm like, what did they say they wanted? Oh, yeah, this. Like, I'll buy somebody a paper shredder because I'm like, yeah, this is a good gift. So everybody needs a shredder, right? I'd buy somebody, I would, you know, a desk chair. That's a good gift, actually. Desk chair. Gift cards are a cop-out. Mini fridge. We got one of those. What else? Fire stick. That was a good one last. That was a popular gift. Apple TV, if they weren't so expensive. You know, I just have a lot of gifts, man. A Kentucky mother, I just got a news update that a Kentucky mother and two kids can, you know, survive a tornado that sent them airborne. Cool. Cool. Thanks for ruining my day. Speaking of natural disasters, the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> now, I don't like to be the guy who, I don't complain about wins, man. Okay, I've never complained about wins. I've never been in a city where I feel like wins are complained about. That we were we were a franchise who just a few years ago were run by Freddie Kitchens and John Dorsey, just two guys who talked in a lot of. Uh, they basically talked in soliloquy, but you know, in like dude way, right? Like you can't you can't fuck a fork if you have no pig. You can't fuck a pig if you don't have any any apple cider or something. They would say something crazy like that. Like you can't. You can't walk down the road with shoes with no soles. You got to have soles. They would say shit like that, and everyone would be like, hell yeah. That's, he's like us. He's one of us. You know, he, you can't win a football game if you don't win on Sundays. And everyone's like, right, that's fucking genius. That's fucking the smartest shit ever. Um, 
you know, so we were a franchise in disarray. We were run by Hugh Jackson, who always had to look at the tape. We were run by, you know, just everything. And I know people don't like when I go back in the past because, like, the past is the past. But the past is the past. But let me tell you, let me tell you something. The past is also important here. Context is important. If the New England Patriots were the Cleveland Browns, right? If they started having bad seasons, like the Steelers are upset about a six and six and one record because they're the Steelers, right? Because they have this standard. The Browns are now setting the standard. We are in the standard setting era of the Cleveland Browns. And I will not be mad about losing or winning. I could be mad about losing. I get it. Because I think the time of, of, uh, Subtle victories and, and victories, you know, in losing is over. Paper victories is over. I think you have to start winning games. And they're 7-6. and six. Not pretty. Not a pretty 7-6. and six. No. I'm not going to tell you it was pretty. But I am going to tell you. It was fun. Cleveland Browns football is that thing that I don't... I said this on the Instagram minute that I posted. I couldn't get to get any traction, which is cool. Instagram shadow banning me right when the season started to kick up here. No, no problem, Instagram, whatever, Mark. It's probably because I made fun of the metaverse or some bullshit, and he's all mad about it. But sweet baby Ray's fucking nerd. Anyways, I'm afraid that there is going to be a nerd out there. And I'm afraid that I don't, there's going to be a nerd out there who's just going to say like, oh, look at all the throws Baker missed in the Super Bowl. Like we're going to be winning the Super Bowl. And we'll be, I'll wake up on that Wednesday after I get drunk and I'm just drinking too much. And, I, and I'm sitting there and I wake up and I come out of my slumber and I go, oh, do we win the Super Bowl again? And then I drink more and I wake up Thursday, right? Because I passed out because I can't believe this happened after what I've seen in my life. Um, I will wake up and I will be stunned that people are, there'll be some nerd on Twitter posting a video compilation of you know, a scissor route where he's breaking it down. Like he'll pause it right when the receiver's open for half a second and there's pressure on and Baker's getting sacked and everyone will be like, see, he should have made that throw. He was, uh, you know, if he was Josh Allen, he would have made that throw. How many playoff games has Josh Allen won? Hmm. One. Interesting. How many, uh, uh, how many, maybe two, maybe he's one, two. I don't know. Fuck it. How many playoff games has Dak Prescott? I mean, he's not Dak Prescott. How many playoff games has Dak Prescott won? Uh, that's right. One. So, what the fuck are we talking about? Oh, he's not Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert hasn't won a playoff game. I'll wait and see, pal. And you can blame... You can't give me the excuse like, oh, he's on such and such team. He doesn't have this and this and this. Where are the Cleveland Browns? Context is important. Everything is good if you win. You're one game out of first... You are a win Saturday and a Ravens lost Sunday from being in first place. After everything... Instagram videos, you know, wives on TikTok or Instagram, whatever they're doing, complaining. You are one win away and a loss from being in first place in a division that seems to suck, okay? And that's all I'll say is that you're one win away from being in first place with three weeks to go, four weeks to go. So here we are. So here we are. And that's what I want for the holidays, is a competitive team. That's all I've ever wanted. This is the time of year when, when football teams separate themselves. You know, the good teams separate themselves from the bad teams. You know, and nobody's really been that consistent, so who's to say? You know, maybe it's going to be the normal guys. Maybe it'll be the Chiefs. Maybe it'll be the Bucks. Maybe it'll be the Packers. Or maybe some sneaky team can sneak in there. You know what I mean? It doesn't take a lot. 
You just need to play your best football for a month. And if that month starts now, the Browns will have a great opportunity in front of them. Just win, baby. I am losing my mind. I just like winning. I don't understand. I like winning. I don't care how it looks. The one in the win column looks the same to me. And maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. But you know what else I am? Fat. I'm fat and I am proud. Because people have been telling me, oh, Ryan, you're losing weight. They've been saying that for a few weeks now. And they keep saying I've lost a little bit of weight. And I kind of hate that because... I'm not losing weight, okay? I'm actually probably gaining weight because I'm just wearing baggier clothes. I mean, that's the secret. I just wear a little bit bigger sweatshirt, a little bit bigger coat, a little bit bigger jacket. I wear baggier pants, and you know what? Boom. I look like I'm swimming in it. People are like, oh, he's, he's lost some weight because people are dumb, right? Because here's my issue with the holiday season. One, buying gifts. Two, the fake people. And three... I'm a whore for desserts. And the problem with being an adult who lives on their own with their significant other, their sweet and lovely girlfriend, is there's no fucking rules. Okay, and that seems to be the problem for me. When I see a dessert table, buddy, if there's a dessert table, buddy, I see people putting out, and there doesn't have to be a specific dessert. Okay, if there's a pie... If there's a cake, if there's an ice cream, if there's a cookie, any type of cookie, I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm eating it, okay? I'm eating whatever is over there. Oh, look, you got those little things that you wrap up and there's like juice or like a jello inside of them. Nom, 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 nom. Oh, you got cookies over here? I'll take one of those. Oh, you got red velvet cookies or your mom's recipe? I'll take five. You got a pie you handmade? I'll take it. You bought that pie? I'll take it. You you bought that cake? I'm taking it. No, 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 no. Oh, it's a great design on that cake. And I eat it. And then here's the other worst part. I drink heavily. I'm not proud of it. I really need to slow down on the drinking. I mean, I need to slow down just because I feel bad about myself afterwards. I'm not really drinking too much, but I'll tell you what, buddy. Friday, Friday, oh, Friday was a rough one. I had a tough Tough night Friday. I drank six Christmas ales. And if you know anything about Christmas ale, tough. You know what I mean? Christmas ale. Dude. There's a train. Christmas ale is a heavy, a beer that if you drink six of them, you're going to have a rough day. And I drank six of them. And I wasn't drunk. I just was in that state of just tired. And so what was my plan? Go to bed? No, I took a shower, and that was a big mistake. I took the saddest drunk shower ever. I was just in the shower. We have this massive shower in the basement. I'm not trying to, like, flex on you. I know everyone does that now. I'm not trying to flex on you. Our shower is just a big square. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a wrestling ring in there. Hey, and I was in there, and I'm just leaning against the wall with both my hands, like I'm being arrested, and I'm just leaning there, and the water's just running over my side of my body, and I'm just standing there thinking about how this was so dumb that I'm taking a shower. Like, I didn't even use soap or shampoo or anything. I just stood there in the water for about, I don't remember. I think I fell asleep at some point. It might have been 10 minutes. It was probably a lot shorter than I'm remembering. But I remember just laying there. And then I remember going upstairs and thinking, this is really going to suck tomorrow. And it did. 
because Dana woke up and she was talking to me and I literally was laying there like, damn, I can't wait for her to stop talking to me. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait for this conversation to be over. Oh man, can this conversation go any faster? Like, I don't even know what she was saying. Like, I don't remember a single word. Classic men, you know? I don't remember a single word Dana said to me. And I was just sitting there like, damn, I wish this was over. <laughs> I wish this was done. But you know what I could have done in the shower? What's that, Ryan? What could you have done in the shower? I could have shaved my tree and ornaments with the Manscaped Trimmer Performance Package 4.0. Okay? The holidays have come early this year as Manscaped they have the gift that keeps on trimming. Santa's beard isn't so appealing when it's coming out of your trousers or pants, whatever you prefer. And that's why Manscaped is the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Have you covered... This holiday season, they have you covered this holiday season. Sorry, I forgot a word. Now, available in your country, join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped to keep their trees trimmed and ornaments polished. Okay, what do I need to do, Ryan? I'm running out of time. There's a lot of men in my life that I need to buy gifts for. And men, buying gifts for men is so difficult. Do I get them another pair of socks? Maybe, but you can also get them this. Go to manscaped.com and use code INTO, I-N-T-O, for 20% off and free shipping. Now, what do you get? At, at manscaped.com. Oh, you can get anything, okay? Because have you ever been shaven? You know, you ever have a hot date, okay? You ever have a date you're going on, and you think there's a chance, and you think there's a chance that you could, you know, get after it that night. Or you, there may be a situation where you have to take your pants off, okay? If that situation might arise, you're ever shaving, and then you nick. You nick your nuts. Well, 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 do I have what you need? And that's the Performance Package 4.0. The Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the signature Lawnmower 4.0, of course. This electric trimmer has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology to reduce cuts on your nuts. Nobody wants cuts on their nuts. Nobody wants cuts on their nuts, pal. Okay? It's also waterproof, so you could use it in the shower. Like, I could have. That probably would have not been a good idea. It's like a gift to your partner with less mess. The Manscaped Performance Package also includes Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver, Anti-Chafing, Ball Deodorant, Moisturizer, and Toner. Tone up your nuts this holiday season. The Hygiene Bundle will also come with a pair of Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxers that is the perfect wrapping for your presents. Hey. Uh, the Manscaped Performance Package comes with all the tools to clean up your delicate places. Included in this new package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. Nobody wants that. You know what I mean? You got to trim the trees. You got to trim your ears, trim your nose. Okay, it's got waterproof and it's 9,000 RPM motor power, 360 degree rotary, tough word, dual blade system. We fought through a private school education. So Ryan, what do I have to do to get this hypoallergenic, vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, and paraben-free, masculine men cologne, which you can also get offers a light yet masculine-pleasing fragrance that will leave your lady naughty on the naughty list this year. Hey, tis the season to load up on Manscaped. So all you have to do is go to manscaped.com, use the code INTO for 20% off and free shipping, 20% off and free shipping with the code INTO at manscaped.com. But you already knew that. You know what I mean? You already knew you were going to get all those things. So what was I going to get into this week, man? All right, well, here's what I was going to get into. I have, I've been looking into some conspiracy theory because I've been pretty bored recently. Had a lot of time on my hands. I've been looking into the K Kennedy conspiracy. 
the stray bullet theory. Okay, so I'll tell you what about this. The single bullet theory, often mortal error. Okay, that was the thing I was looking up. Mortal error, the shot that killed JFK by Bonar Menninger. And I know we just did a Manscaped ad, and Bonar is such a perfect name. B-O-N-A-R. Bonar. Okay? So, what it says here is... Okay, let me ask. Okay. Donahue first became interested in the story of the assassination of John F. Kennedy after participating in a recreation of the shooting as one of 11 invited marksmen and sharpshooters. It's kind of weird. It's kind of crazy. That's something only Americans would do, like recreate killing a president. He demonstrated that it would have been impossible for Lee Harvey Oswald to have fired three shots in the time specified by the Warren Commission and was the only one of the 11 to better the 5.6 second window. However, the experience highlighted that to Donahue other concerns. In particular, the fact the testimony of ballistics experts seemed to have been completely omitted from the commission's evidence gathering. Conducting his own investigation, Donahue eventually decided the bullet that struck Kennedy in the head had been fired by United States Secret Service Special Agent George Warren Hickey Jr. Aha! From an AR-15 rifle carried in the car immediately following the president's vehicle. So the thought is that he was, yes, shot. Okay, so here's the... Remember, if you know, you know... Which I don't get how you can just look this up. You can just watch a president get murdered. So here's the deal. You, okay. After the first shot hit the street, was fired. Okay. The proposed series event is as follows. After the first shot, which hit the street, was fired, Hickey turns completely around and acquires Oswald on the sixth floor of the school book depository building. His turned head is documented AP photograph. Um, which you can't see, but I can. And by James Outgins. Hickey reaches for an AR-15 under the seat, releases a safety, and begins to lift his gun. The second shot is fired by Oswald, hitting the president and Texas Governor John Connolly. The president's car and the follow-up car containing Hickley suddenly sped up. This is attested to by Secret Service Clinton Hill. Hickey, who is unstable because he is standing on the cushion of the seat rather than the floor of the car, begins to fall back due to the acceleration of the vehicle, pulling the trigger. The gun is pointed toward Kennedy, and at that instant, the bullet strikes him squarely in the back of the head. In parallel, he believes Oswald's second shot through Kennedy's neck may have already critically wounded the president before the second shot, before the third shot was fired. Okay. <clears throat> so, I'll tell you this. This is very interesting. And I've been looking into it. And I kind of want to believe it. Um, I'm not going to tell you I've read the Warren Commission, because I fucking haven't, but... I'll tell you what, man. That'd be kind of a crazy set of circumstances. If they were, if he was killed by a Secret Service agent. Now, that would be something that I think we could all, you know, that we could all kind of get behind. You know, a president dies, you can look it up on the internet. I'm not really too sure why you'd want to. Like, I think that that probably shaped me as a child a lot. You know, 
Um, you know, I'm not going to give you a detailed breakdown. I mean, you can read the book Mortal Air uh, by Bonar. Um, but I remember being a child, man. I used to be so into this shit. And now I think my brain just was fried because I go on the internet a lot and I see other people into it. And that kind of turns me off by it. I used to just, you know what's so crazy? I used to just watch World War II documentaries in my room for hours by myself. I used to just sit there and be so interested in what was going on in, over in Europe. And then I would be so interested in the Kennedy trial. I read so many books like Killing Kennedy by Bill, o, Bill O'Reilly. I was going to say Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Reilly, who I guess is canceled but also makes like millions of dollars. What a life, you know? I read all those Bill O'Reilly books, man. I think I stopped at Killing Jesus, mainly because that one kind of got kind of weird. You know, that was I didn't realize it at the time because I was young. I was young. And uh, I just kind of stopped there because I, you know, I read The Killing Lincoln, Killing... How many Killing books did he have? I'll tell you. Yeah, I read books, dude. I'm flexing on you. Um, Bill O'Reilly books. Bill O'Reilly books. My aunt gave me a lot of these books. Killing the Mob. He has a new one, huh? The Killing Uncle Sam. Yeah, I wonder... Yeah, this guy's going kind of weird. Vladimir Putin, life coach? Did he write that? That's crazy. Killing Crazy Horse. I might actually read that one. I might actually read that one. Killing England? That, I think that's where I stopped. I read Killing Jesus. Killing Patton. I read that one. I didn't read Killing the SS. Killing Reagan was a bad one, mainly because he didn't die. I have Killing the Rising Sun. I don't remember reading it. And then Killing Lincoln I read. And Killing Kennedy, of course. Which I let somebody borrow. Um, and I never got it back, so that's cool. Um, Killing Crazy Horse, though, seems kind of interesting. Wouldn't it be nice to just live on the range, you know? Martin Dugard. Killing Crazy Horse, The Merciless Indian Wars in America is a book. Written by Bill O'Reilly. Okay, I knew that. Who is Crazy Horse? Crazy Horse. Let's do a little bit of research on Crazy Horse. Crazy Horse. Leader. That's what Google is. Leader. Yeah, facts. Facts, brother. Crazy Horse was a Lakota war leader of the Ogla. I feel shitty, and I don't know the word. In the 19th century, he took up arms against the United States. You know, the problem is, I'm going to read so much about this. Okay. That's the problem. I'm going to get so into this shit that it's going to take up the next few days of my life. Crazy Horse was born in the Black Hills of South Dakota. That just seems like somewhere. If you live in the Black Hills, man. Um, Crazy Horse died September 5th, 1887. Almost on my birthday. 120 years prior. (laughs) Who would have thought? The early years. You can go on history and just read his early years. Crazy Horse was born in the Black Hills. Had lighter complexion. And hair than others of his tribe with prodigious curls. I don't want the newsletter. Okay, I actually have another thing too. This is the problem with fucking websites. I go, when you go out to the store, we go shopping on Saturday. You go to the store. Here's the problem. If brick and mortar wants to make a comeback, stop asking me so many fucking questions at the register. No, I don't want to give you my email. No, I don't have a rewards card. No, I don't want to save 5% today by signing up for one. No, I don't give a shit. Okay? Can I just buy this? This is why Amazon's taking over because they don't ask me any fucking questions at that thing. At the checkout, at the thing. God damn it. Um, boys were traditionally not permanently named until they had an experience that earned them a name. So Crazy Horse was called Curly Hair as a child. You just didn't have a name? I remember my dad getting so mad at me. Who gives a fuck about Crazy Horse, Ryan? 
I remember dad used to get so mad at us because we didn't name my dog. My dad would get mad, okay? We didn't name my dog for about a couple of days, maybe, maybe a week. We just called him Puppy. That was Brutus for you at home. My dog Brutus, yeah. He didn't have a name. We would just lock him in his cage. We'd be like, Puppy. We'd just call him Puppy. He didn't give a shit. He was just happy to be there. That was the best thing about dogs. See, that's the thing about dogs, man. Ryan, are you going to have one consistent thought? No, dude, because I think I'm schizophrenic. Okay, I actually think I'm schizophrenic. What are the signs of schizophrenia? Signs of pregnancy, stroke, schizophrenia, sepsis. Um, schizophrenia is acquired, is characterized by thoughts or experiences that seem out of touch with reality. Exactly. Disorganized speech or behavior. There I am. And decreased perception of daily activities. Yes. Difficulty with concentration and memory may also be present. See, I'm schizophrenic. Um, behavior. Social isolation. Yes. Disorganized behavior. Yes. Aggression. Of course. Agitation. Isn't that one of the same? Compulsive behavior. Maybe. I drink a lot. Excitability. Yes. Hostility. Yes. Repeated, repetitive movements. Amen. Self-harm and lack of restraint. I don't know if I have the last two. But I definitely have the other ones. Cognitive. Thought disorder. Yes. Delusion. Of course. Amnesia. Belief. Here's why I think I'm... Okay, Ryan, we get what the symptoms are. Why do you think you're schizophrenic? Why I think I'm schizophrenic? Because some nights I will just be laying in bed and I'll hear shit. A lot of people might call this anxiety. I call it schizophrenia. I call it... Um, I'm definitely schizophrenic because I will look out the window... I will go make sure the doors are locked. I will go check things. Fuck, if I tell you guys too much, will you guys put me in the fucking clink? Will you put me up in the fucking crazy bin? Don't do that. Dude, fuck, man. I had confessions, too, I wanted to read, and I just looked at it 30 minutes in. I'm sorry. If you have confessions, email me at ryanwoodspot at gmail.com. But yeah, dude, I'm schizophrenic. I think like, I sit there, and I just am laying in bed... And I'll just be staring at the ceiling in our glow-in-the-dark light, and I'll just be, I'll just panic, because I'll just, I'll go make sure the garage door is closed, I'll go make sure the, all the doors are locked, I'll, you know, I'll do it all, I'll look out the window, Dana woke up one night, she's like, hello, and it's just me looking out the window, making sure nothing bad's going on. Like, and also, I don't know what my plan would be, now here's the next step of that, what would my plan be if I saw somebody coming up the driveway? You know, what would my fucking plan of action... I haven't really thought that out, but maybe now I will. But I'm not going to tell you guys, because I'm schizophrenic. And if I tell you guys, you'll know. And then you'll come up my driveway. And I want to be have an element of surprise. Okay? I don't know what my plan would be. I actually don't know. Like, what, what am I going looking for? A fight? Yeah, what? I think I just put my brain in a pretzel. I'm fucked. So I think that'll be it for me. Um... So I'll see you, and, you know, I feel bad about myself as I normally do after these. But anyways, have a good week. Go Browns. Let's have a good week together, okay? Let's figure out if we can stop our schizophrenic morphosis, metamorphosis, I don't know. And let's see if we can get this thing pointed in the right direction. Let's turn, an ocean liner takes a long time to turn, and that's what everybody's life is. Everyone thinks it's quick and easy, like a little sailboat. No, no. It's an ocean liner. Let's get it turned around. Let's get it pointed in the right direction. All right, let's get some first downs in life. All right, I'll see you. Peace. Follow me at links below. Like and subscribe. Great review.
simple as a liar Whoever told you peace is easy, don't admire I wanna hold you, but I can't control the fire The finest burning ain't a putting out that light Yeah, desire turns to desire Turns into a quiet old man full of white hair Thought we had it all planned out in the hijack But even then, everything was a fight, yeah Peas and carrots, what we inherit I see the merit in the squeeze of parents No need to sugarcoat it I see the need for being married, but who would condone it? When your dreams are being buried And it seems you've been disowned I say, hold on to the little piece of you that's still upon you Look twice and where's it gone to? Think twice, but what are you gonna do? If this is the type of life you want to, just let it on you. I say.